I want to talk to you today about the five do's and don'ts of talking to a narcissistic person. Now, some of you might be like, why would I even talk to a narcissistic person? Like I should get them out of my life and leave and go no contact. 100% agree. But sometimes you're not at that place yet. You're still trying to figure out how to make life work, how to be able to successfully transition out of the home, how to be able to figure out child support, custody, all those different pieces. And you're wondering, how do I actually do this? You might be getting constantly tired of getting beat down in arguments with a narcissistic person. Like it constantly happens over and over and over. You find yourself walking on eggshells around them. Maybe you're looking for ways just to be able to communicate more effectively while you're currently in the relationship. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, and I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I try to be able to help people break free every single day by escaping the toxic person that's in their life. You can go to escapetoxicity.com today and click on the link in the bio to be able to learn more and be able to see how you can get free today. As we talk through this aspect of the do's and don'ts, I want to discuss like how this actually works in communicating with a narcissistic person. Like Communication with a narcissist can be really challenging, really frustrating, and really hard to even figure out. What are you even fighting about? What are you even working through? So how do you actually work with them? Okay, There's going to be ways to be able to communicate that's going to be a little bit more effective and maybe slightly less confrontational. It's not going to fix it and it's not going to fix them. So don't hold on to this being like, this is what he said to do. Okay, This is just to try to help you survive through the moment until you get to the place where they either change or you get to the place where you understand your worth and you get out. Okay, We're going to go over some of the tips and strategies to help you. So point number one, Okay, what I want you to understand is do understand that you're actually retraining a toddler, okay? Like this seems like so simple for a lot of people, but like you need to understand in talking to a narcissist, you're going over some of the basic feelings and communications that you are doing with a toddler. Should you have to? Absolutely not. This should be something that they already know and understand how to be nice to a person or how to give some respect to different people. But you have to understand that the person you're dealing with doesn't care. So there's a piece that you're almost trying to like like retrain them of like, wait a second, this is how you should speak. This is how you should act. Like, hey, don't talk to me this way. And it's going back and forth, understanding that this is what's actually going on in the relationship. This means a lot of times you're going to have to say the same thing over and over and over and over again until they finally understand it. Sometimes it's even getting to the place where you acknowledge some of the feelings and emotions that are happening in the moment to try to get to a resolution. Now, how this would look sometimes would be with a toddler of saying like, hey, I see this situation is really frustrating. Let's try to find a solution that works for both of us. Like that sounds like something you would communicate to a toddler with like respectful parenting or like something like that. But like that's a lot of times what you're dealing with when you're dealing with a toxic narcissistic person. Okay, with all communication that you have with this type of person, you need to be careful. You need to understand that you're dealing a lot of times with a dangerous person, mentally, emotionally, physically, like you need to understand. And if there's any chance of there being like this physical violence or you're able to get out with emotional violence, whatever it might be, get out and work on you. And the second thing to understand is don't engage in arguments. Don't engage in arguments or try to change their mind. You're going to understand that when you're dealing with a toxic person, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you're not going to be able to win an argument because every time you get so far in an argument, the argument switches or we start to do word salad or start to switch it around back on you. These are tactics that I would do a lot of times to keep the other person confused, to keep them feeling like they are below me. 
That way I could dominate the conversation, dominate the person, dominate in the work environment, whatever it might be, and make the other person feel stupid. In this case, when you deal with a narcissist and you try to work on dealing with an argument, you're not going to get anywhere. You're fighting an illogical person. You're fighting a person that will use and manipulate logic to be able to control you and to be able to make you feel like you're stupid. The other thing with this is don't try to change their mind because when you try to change a person's mind, what it actually does is it puts up a wall that they actually fight back even more. So many people ask me like, how do I change my narcissist? How do I make them aware? How do I get them to know that they're hurting me? How do I get them to acknowledge X, Y, and Z? And when it comes down to it, that's not within your power. That's not within your scope and your frame of reference of what you're able to do. What is in your power is working on you. And you need to understand that typically arguing with a narcissistic person is only going to escalate. It's only going to make the situation worse. It's important to avoid engaging as much as you can in arguments. Instead of focusing on like the argument, try to be able to move away, find whatever common ground you can to be able to stop the argument, to be able to move past it because you're not going to win. So many times people think that they're going to engage with a narcissist and just tell them how it is and get it all through. It typically doesn't happen. Understanding that that person has a different opinion, okay? But let's focus on finding a solution. Let's focus on the facts of what's actually going on. You're not going to win with an argument with a narcissist. So it's best to disengage, to be able to make a plan, to be able to get out of the relationship versus just trying to change their mind. The third one I want to talk about is do set boundaries and do be assertive. So understanding that boundaries are not for the other person, but they are for you. Boundaries are the the level of how much shit you're going to take in the relationship. When it goes past that level, then you change what you're actually doing. Like I'm in the relationship and I'm communicating with this person and they're screaming at me. And what I've communicated multiple times is like, hey, I'm not going to engage in a conversation with you screaming at me. So you remove yourself from the room. Like this is a piece where you have to set boundaries and you have to be assertive by saying, hey, this is what's going to happen. The other person is not going to like the consequences that you give. Remember, we're not giving consequences to the other person. We're just saying this is what's happening. Like I am removing myself from this situation. I am changing this about me because I do not like what is actually happening here. The majority of narcissists are going to tell you that your boundaries are controlling and manipulating them. So it is important to understand that your boundary is not forcing them or making them do something, but is on you of saying, hey, this person is going to talk to other people. I'm not going to be interacting like he says he loves me, but he's still talking to other women. So therefore, I'm no longer going to talk to him like that is not doing something to him. That is not controlling or manipulating because you're not doing that to manipulate them back. You're just saying, hey, that's the life you want to live. Go ahead. But it's not going to be with me understanding that setting boundaries is crucial when you're communicating with a narcissistic person. Like you have to be assertive to be able to stand your ground and say, this is what's happening and you have to follow through. The majority of times why boundaries haven't worked for you is because you haven't followed through because you haven't actually done anything to be able to say, I'm going to do this. And then when the narcissist push your buttons, you don't do it. You don't actually follow through with what you said you were going to do. When you said you were going to leave, when you said you were going to stop communicating, when you said, et cetera, et cetera, you didn't follow through so the narcissist knows it's not that big of a deal. A lot of times you'll see a narcissist that will continue to break your boundaries, not just because they want to break boundaries, but because it's fun to be able to go through the things that you said you weren't going to do and have you do them anyways. 
So understanding when this is happening, you're being able to say like, hey, I'm not comfortable with the way you're speaking to me right now. Let's take a break. Let's come back to this conversation later because otherwise it's just going to accelerate. Like understanding, like in this context, you have to set a boundary and you have to be strong with it. And if that person doesn't respect it, you have to remove yourself from that environment. Number four, a lot of times people get confused about this one. Don't take narcissistic behavior personally. Now, some of you are going to want to tune off and be like, oh, it is personal. They're attacking me. 100%. I get that. But there's a big piece about narcissistic personality disorder that is about shame avoidance, which means it's more about them than it ever is about you, ever. If you can understand that more than anything else in all these videos, it is more about a narcissist than it ever is about you. Typically, narcissists have this behavior that's consistent across all their relationships, it being centered around them. It's important to remember that this behavior is not a reflection of you and to avoid taking it personally. Now, the majority of times a narcissist will attack you over and over and over again, and a lot of times it's because they don't want to actually face the shit of who they actually are. The stuff is actually going on inside. You hold them accountable, and they come back, and they rage, and they attack, and they blame you. It's not because they did something wrong at that point. It's because they don't want to acknowledge that they did something wrong. They twist it in their mind to make themselves feel better. It has to go back on you. They have to blame you. And this is why a lot of times you'll see a narcissist rage and continue to move up and up and up in ex- escalation. So you don't understand that majority of time, narcissist isn't attacking you just for the fun of it. They're attacking you because it's easier to attack you than it is to be honest with themselves, which is why the majority of times a narcissist won't actually work on themselves or get better. And the fifth and final thing that I want to be able to share with you before we close here is understand that when you communicate with a narcissist, do use I statements instead of you statements. Now, why would I make this uh, distinction? Well, using an I statement sometimes will actually help diffuse the situation just a little bit and avoid putting the other person in the defensive. Now, if you're with a narcissistic person, they're going to be defensive, period, no matter what. There's not really an easy way to get around that. Using I statements where you're talking about yourself versus them sometimes will help just lower it just a little bit to be able to remove yourself from that argument or that situation with as little damage as possible. But you need to understand you're going into a communication, argument, a frustration moment with a toxic person that's automatically going to take everything to be about them not about you. So when you use I statements, sometimes it'll actually help a little bit. This powerful tool is is helpful in communicating effectively with a toxic person because it doesn't feel as much as like there as you're attacking them. So like think of it this way, like I feel frustrated when we don't communicate effectively. Can we work on improving our communication? Okay? Now, you have to understand with everything that I've communicated and said, this is only temporary measures. This is a band-aid to be able to help you in the moment in the toxic relationship. This is not a long-term solution, especially if the other person isn't being honest, vulnerable, or showing consistent change. So if you're in this and you're like, wait a second, like, what do I actually do? Am I able to get out of this? Am I able to figure this out? I want you to click on the link in the bio and go to rawmotivations.com. And click on there. We've got a new seven-day challenge that we've had out for a little bit, but I decided, hey, I just want everybody to be able to do it. So seven-day challenge for $7. 
A dollar a day, there's actually two extra days because you have an introduction and a conclusion to be able to help you understand about narcissistic abuse, understand about breaking free from it, understand about the trauma bond, understand about reactive abuse, and the guilt and the shame that you actually feel when you're inside that toxic relationship. So click on the link or go to rawmotivations.com. Be able to sign up today just to be able to understand, get that baseline knowledge and understanding to start you getting free and escaping from toxicity.